Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey everyone, I hope that as you listen to this podcast today that you are being blessed. I hope that you are seeing fruit. I hope that God is showing you His way. I hope that you're able to be good news to the people that you're coming in contact with. I want you to know that I'm praying for you, and I am praying for your families. I'm praying for the work that you do. I'm praying for just the sense of camaraderie and chemistry among your team Because I know that our adversary will do whatever he can to destroy the work that God has called you to do. And so I am praying for you. Many of you, I I don't even know what your name is. I don't know who you are. Some of you have reached out, and and that's been a real blessing. Some of you, we're in a coaching or consulting relationship, and, and that's just awesome. I love that. Some of you have even become even closer. You're, you're not a client. You're, you're really good friends. And so I think of you as I'm creating this podcast. And in today's podcast, it is that level of just concern. It's my, it is my desire to not be an expert of, of all of these things. I know there's so much more that I could be sharing or that others might share. And so I really, really want you to be listening and reading and seeing what others are saying. But I want to just talk to you a little bit about cybersecurity. Now, I have a person in my family who that's what they do and that's what their degree is in. And one of the things that they're always sharing with me is that nothing, nothing's 100%. And then if you get on the radar of some oppressive government or whatever else, you know they have tools and ways to find things out that, that we don't even know of. And truthfully, so does some of the social media companies that we're working. I mean, they have these things. If you've ever been overseas and you've tried to use a VPN to watch maybe Netflix or something like that, and it goes, hey, we can tell you're using a VPN, well, so can the social media companies. And so there's a lot that's going on in our world right now. As, as I record this podcast here in the United States, we have an election coming up. There has been all sorts of talk about meddling by different countries and trying to influence elections and this and that. And, and so you have these social media companies getting in the spotlight and people are looking at them. And we're also in the midst of a pandemic still. And that means that many people have had to go work from their home which has caused these companies to rely upon their algorithms or computers to try to figure things out. What that means is that sometimes our ads are being disapproved, and really we haven't done anything wrong, which is why you always need to appeal it. It's not that Facebook hates Christians or Mark Zuckerberg or this or that or Google or whatever. They're a business. And, and they want the user to have a good experience. And there's people that I've talked with high up at Facebook who are Christians, who are part of movements even, who have said, no, we're not, we're not trying to find Christians and stop the message or whatever. Okay, that, that's just not there. But there is this idea of fake accounts and people using fake identities, and, and there's a lot to that. In certain locations, it's literally illegal to do that, to impersonate another person. 
And bottom line, these social media companies are looking for indicators of people who are not following their terms of service. But there's also, taking that aside, there is and there are people who wish to do harm and would wish to stop the work that you're doing. It was about three years ago that on my birthday, right in the evening, all of a sudden I get a text message to my phone saying that my I have successfully ported my phone over to a different cell phone company. Well, I hadn't done that. And so as I tried to use my phone to call the comp- my cell phone company, it wouldn't work. So I used my wife's phone. In the midst of that, her phone went dead. Well, my whole family is on my phone plan, and the next person who was on our phone plan who was considered the the top level then, as my wife and mine account went away, was my son who does cybersecurity. And he realized what was going on. I, I would not have. He realized it. He actually called our bank and said, you don't know who I am, but this account here is going to be under attack, and you need to stop it. And you know, some whacked out guy calling them up saying this. Well, they did. And as we went and called the bank the next day, they told us that someone was in the process of transferring all of our savings out of our account because they were able to use our cell phone. And they got the protection, the password, the one-time password text to them, not to us. And they were able to go into it. This is because of a data breach from a company that's supposed to be protecting data. So as you can see, even some of the best companies, a lot of these things that are out there, there's mistakes that are happening. And so please understand that what I'm sharing with you today is not 100%. I can't guarantee that. And we all understand that there's a risk that goes with the work that is to be done, especially in certain parts of the world. I've understood that when I started this podcast and doing the work that I do and using my name. But I felt like somebody needed to be a voice. And so as I began to do that, I thought, well, you know, I'm willing to take that risk. Plus, I I have cancer, so (laughs) I know that I win at the end. And so I wasn't concerned about that. So let me share with you some steps of what you need to be doing. Now, first of all, what I just described to you that happened to me is called SIM swapping. And depending on what country that you're working in, it may be possible for people to come in or to give a little bit of money to the company to change something or whatever. And so I know that it's not foolproof, but But at least with the the cell phone company that I'm using here in the States, they put a PIN code on my account. And so a person who is representing us, even if they answer the security questions right, they can't change that phone unless they have the PIN number as well. And so that may be something for you to look into because our phones are one of the most critical pieces of, of technology that we use, but also we're banking on them. Maybe we're checking ads. There's so much information on them. So it's really important to lock down your phone in every possible way. Use biometrics, use if it's fingerprints, uh, all of that, whatever you can do to protect your phone. Now, I don't want to jump into the Android-Apple debate, okay? I love you all. I am a, a pretty big Apple fanboy, but I will tell you this. One of the reasons that I like Apple is that they've, they've taken security built into the phone on several ways, and, and it's made it hard. It's been in the news that even when, like the FBI here in the States, were trying to find out what's on somebody's iPhone, they found that it was hard to get into it. But if you're backing up your iPhone to just onto your computer, well, all of a sudden, that backup is not protected in the same kind of way. So there's just a lot of layers that goes to this. 
Same thing with your passwords. Make sure that you are using a very good password manager, that you are using something that, that allows you to use a different password for every account. Please do that. Please don't just use the Bible as your password and put that on everything. I get it. I understand that it's that it's hard to keep track of all of these ones. And that's why we use LastPass. There's a couple other ones that are out there that are really good. I think they're all fine. Okay, we just this is the one that we've been using and we keep track of that and even as a family, we use LastPass then to share all of our passwords that way in a very secure kind of way. But the number one thing that I want to say and encourage you to do today that you may not be doing is to use two-factor authentication. On Facebook itself even, you can set up two-factor authentication. You just go to your security and your login settings and you're, you're going to scroll down to where it's going to say use two-factor authentication. Well, click edit there. And then you can go and set up the security method that you want, and that's going to protect that Facebook and Instagram type of account. I would even encourage you to use some sort of like third-party authentication type of app. There's different ones that are out there. There's one that Google makes that I really like that I try to use. There's all sorts of ways to do two-factor authentication. And so there's really four. Okay, The first one is just a text message code. And so they, they send you a code by text saying you've got to use this number to put into it. That's really, really good unless somebody steals your SIM or you don't trust your cell phone company and you think that they're maybe listening in or, or whatever else. Right? It doesn't require an app. It doesn't even require a smartphone, really. It just requires you to have cell phone service to do that. Um, so the problem with that is that there's just a lot of weaknesses, so phone networks, stealing SMS codes, all of that, and SMS isn't encrypted, which means that it can leak. Other people can, can see that. And so it, that at least that's something. It's better than nothing, but there's some better things that are out there. There's something like the Authenticator app. That's the one that I was telling you that I try to use a lot. It works it's like text messaging, except you got to put an app on your phone, and then as you go, it's going to ask you for a code from that app. And so there's different ones that are out there. Like I said, I use Google Authenticator. They're sent over an HTTPS connection, so it's not, it is encrypted. It's at least a lot harder for someone just on the street to steal the code. If you lose your phone, though, or you have malware on your phone, then these codes could be stolen once they arrive on your device. And so that could be a problem. So be aware of that. There's also just using biometrics, right? Using your camera. This is something that Apple has put out there. I know others have different types of ways of doing biometrics, of fingerprints, different things like that. But when you're doing that, such as facial recognition, um, it's, it's actually, uh, you know, or fingerprint or whatever, it requires special hardware or software on your devices, so you want to make sure it has that. The, the downside is that even though it's really hard, they can be spoofed. Okay, I've seen some stuff where people have faked it, uh, cloning fingerprints or a 3D printed head. I mean, if somebody really, really wants to, like I was saying earlier, they're going to find a way almost any of these, but that is possible. Now, I doubt the average person, maybe some uh, group that's out there that has a different religious view that's wanting to stop you is going to go to that degree. But if 
It could be possible. So that would be another one. The final one is the one that I actually have moved to, which is a physical key. And I think it's the strongest of all of these ones I'm saying to you. It is a, it comes, it's got a, a Bluetooth type thing that connects to it, or and there's a, or a physical key that plugs into my USB drive, and I just keep it on my key ring. So when I log into my account, I'm prompted to insert this, this uh, crypto unique key that into the computer, and then that's it. And how that protects is that if somebody, somebody has my password and they figure that out, they still can't log in without that key. And if they're sending you to a fake page because, like, you know, there's a, what's called a phishing type of page, that's not going to work because if it, it's got to be a legitimate site that's supporting the security keys. So these keys are designed to really stop really smart types of attacks even maybe to a degree nation state types of hackers. I, I'm not saying it's foolproof, but it's a physical thing that you have right there. And so Google has created what's called the Advanced Protection Program for high-risk users, and they use the Google Titan key, which is the one that I purchased, and there's others. There's YubiKey that's out there, and there's a few others, I think. But the one thing to know, though, is that not every site supports these security keys. Right, the big ones do. Facebook does, Google does, Twitter does, I think Microsoft does. So those are good, but there may be some sites where that's not working and you're going to have to use one of the other ones. The other thing is that you're going to need two because you need a backup key. Um, they're not expensive, but just to know you're going to need that. And so if, if you lose both of them, now you're really, really in trouble. All right, So be careful and keep your keys safe. But I think they're a great, great option. So I would really encourage you to go into Facebook and set up some of these keys so that you can protect yourself. Now, a couple other things really fast that I think are going to be important for you just to do a little cybersecurity audit of your account. If you've set up two-factor authentication, if you're using a password manager, if you've set up a PIN code with your cell phone company, then it's important to go back into Facebook, into your ad account, into your pages, and just look at the account privileges that are set up. Make sure you recognize everybody that has access, and make sure that the people that have access have the right access. Not everybody has to be an admin on your page. It's the idea. I'm, I'm former military, Navy we had on our ships of, of watertight doors so that if something would happen to a part of the ship, we could shut those doors and keep the damage into that one place. Well, that's where these account privileges can help you, is to make sure that the right people are getting access to only what they need. That's the same thing in your discipleship CRM, on disciple tools or something else or whatever you're using, to make sure that the people only have privileges to the people or to the areas that they need. Another really huge one is your plugins. If you're doing a WordPress site or whatever, please make sure that your plugins are updated. Make sure that you're using the most latest, most recent version of your WordPress or whatever you're using there. Make sure that your plugins are updated and that everything is tip-top on your account. I would also encourage you to secure your files, encrypt your hard drive, 
to make sure both your phone, your your computer, any of your digital things that you're doing, that those files are securely stored. You're encrypting them and you're backing up your data in another place off-site to protect them so that if your account does get compromised, if somebody, say like malware or whatever, and they just take over your account because they're looking for money, you have a backup to that data, to your to your your CRM to know those seekers' names, to know the Facebook IDs and stuff. And finally, as is probably common knowledge, use a VPN, a virtual private network. Now, there may be times where you don't want to use it, which is with some social networks, there's been times where there's people I work with who have had their accounts come under scrutiny because they were like, hey, wait a minute, we're seeing a lot of this VPN. And so it just depends a lot on your security risk and where you are, okay? But common practice is to use a VPN to help protect that traffic. The thing is, is it is not foolproof. So don't just turn on a VPN and think you're just fine now. There's all sorts of ways for data to leak. And if that VPN drops even just one time, then your Mac ID, personal inf information is now out there. If you're using a cell phone, to do your GPS as you drive around. There's possibilities for that information to be tied to your phone, which then can be tied to where it's coming from. I, there's just there's a lot that goes into it. So it's good to use a VPN, but just understand, it doesn't mean that it's like a bulletproof vest, and now you can just do what anything you want. You still need to be smart about what you're doing. But really, VPNs are, are good advice, even if you're in the States and you're out you can use those to help just protect when you're doing your banking or whatever you might be doing. So I hope that these help you with your cybersecurity strategy. I hope that they are some ways for you to make sure that your accounts are protected to the best of your abilities. Obviously, we have to just pray and do everything the best that we can, but also just know that nothing is foolproof. So we want to make things as hard as possible, but if a determined nation state wants to get in or find out who you are, well, they're probably going to. And so always be praying, be smart about what you're doing, not just digitally, but physically as well. Be aware of your surroundings, look to your exits, just be smart. Okay, be smart about whatever you're doing, and please know that we are praying for you, as I am sure you have hundreds of other people who are praying for you and the important work that you're doing. So I hope this helps. I hope that you'll get in there, get that two-factor authentication going on your social media accounts, and that, I hope, will help you just to make sure that things are secure. So until next time, keep testing, keep trying. Be consistent, run ads, lift Jesus up, and may God bless your efforts. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.